So you took part in a lot. You did a lot of stuff. Yeah? Let's see. You got involved with two of my marriages back to back. Everything came to surface. All your skeletons came dancing out of the closet. Not because you released them, but karma released them for you. Universe released them. Let's see. Um, I should be enjoying my stepson and the holidays. But you decided to call over his grandparents' house starting problems. This isn't just a fictional thing. It's like a New York Times bestseller. It's in transcript. Your words. She wouldn't make a good stepmother mother because all she does is lay around. I'm releasing all this stuff for you, your skeletons, because it's part of my healing process. Are you saying that you not only discriminated against me, but you discriminated against anybody who's disabled, has medical challenges, struggles, and anybody who has cancer? You're basically telling everybody, if you have cancer, medical struggles, you're not a good mother, you're not a good father, you're not a good parent, you don't deserve your kids. You caused so many problems that every time I turned around, I was on eggshells for 11 years of my life. You took 11 years of my life and made it living effing hell. You ran your mouth. You slandered me. You ganged up with other people. You found whoever I knew, whoever it was, and you had people research and find out who the hell they were, and you contacted them like some crazed lunatic. Sorry, I'm telling my opinion. That's just, a, I'm saying it nicely for you. You've taken away another family. I am now on that final clean slate. Per my therapist, you have to kill the old you. Or, basically, someone else did it for you. And then you have to merge a new person on a new slate. And it's your life for the choosing. And you live it and you create it at your choosing. And you protect every single new person when you open the door and you allow them into your life. I have and I continue will doing so. Oh, sorry, Indiana ladies. Remember when I said Luke Bryan? There's Luke Bryan where I live. It's an officer. <laughs> sorry, I need a good laugh. I actually connected with the gentleman and we're going on a date and he kind of looks like Luke Bryan, doesn't he? I out his two sons though, his two boys. That's right, two boys. I'm finding me and I've realized that I can't discriminate against age because that was so wrong of me because maturity is not by a number. It's by the individual. I know God's good and I'm going to be in a real marriage and I'm going to be in a legit marriage for once in my life before my time's up because I know that's what my loved ones in heaven, my aunts and my uncles, my grandparents would want for me and I know they're protecting me and looking down and going, I know it's tough, but you'll get there. We got your back. I've seen too many things that make no sense. I believe in the afterlife and I believe in spiritual. I'm a very spiritual person. I'm not a holy roller. I'm not Tammy sitting on a boat singing and saying what a horrible person I am. You're a horrible cousin for saying that. Sorry, but that had to be released as well to free myself so I can move forward. I told myself I'm not gonna settle. I would never get married again, but I realized, you know, that's not fair. Just because someone doesn't treat you like a wife, they have no respect and they didn't love or care about you and cheated on you, doesn't make every man the same way. 
I've opened myself up and let my guards down. I'm going on my third date in a month. Good looking guy, isn't he? And he's in the education field history with two boys. I may have to, but you know, you got those people who like to research and, you know, cause problems. I'm sorry I don't bite your bait anymore. You might want to take it to a different body of water, maybe in a different state, and find somebody else so you can project all your unhappiness and hatred that you have in your heart and your dark soul into somebody else. If I don't stand for it, I'm not put up with it anymore. But I wish you well. I'll be the biggest person. But you're no longer allowed to taint this new part of my life. You destroyed the old me. You did so many things that I literally have read verbatim, word for word, and it just spun my head like, what kind of person is this? And you, how you're connected to me? That's not love. That's an enemy and a stranger that hates you. I realize how much you hate me and how much hatred you have in your heart. Because if you sit back and take time during the holidays of all the stuff you've done and take accountability for once instead of being such an egotistical person, then maybe you'd turn into a better soul, a changed soul. How you used to be, because you ain't you anymore. You're a stranger. You butt in, you never took time for my stepson. You never even took time to meet him. That kid's gonna be so messed up when he gets older. You're part of the problem, not the solution. And for the person on the phone, when my stepson wanted to have ice cream with me and said, well, because my family member won't let me have ice cream with you. That family member got on the phone with Eric and I heard your voice loud and clear. Why would he want to have ice cream with her? You know why, sir? Because I'm a good person, a good soul, and I connected with my stepson. I never got to see him as much as I like. I protected him. I'll never turn back on that. I know he listens. I know he listens to this podcast. I had your back. I'm sorry people failed you and acted like you didn't exist. That's not you. That's a problem within them. And I'm learning through therapy. That's their problem, not yours. Don't let that affect you the rest of your life. I hope you grow up, I know you grow up, to be a bright, strong, intelligent, artistic young man. You'll learn from mistakes from people around you and how they've treated others, especially me. I hope you realize that you don't treat people that are sick or disabled like they're not worthy of having a child or raising a children, because that's not right. And I think we both know you know better. I know you wouldn't do that. But one day I know that you'll make a great husband and you'll have a family. I just wish I would have remained because when I got married, I got married not just one, two people. And I was looking forward, I thought about last night, of a void in my life. And I won't be able to see you have a grandchild or grandchildren for me. But I wish you well. I always have. Uh, that's a big part of the marriage I'll miss. <clears throat> was being able to say I have a son. Maybe not my biological son, but my stepson. But I realized today... I'm worth a hell of a lot. And for the people who shit on me, and I'm sorry, I'm going to say shit on me, especially you. You were the leader of the snake of the pack. I'm reading everything. You brought in people. You round them up like a damn rodeo. Last time I looked, unless you're wrangling cattle, you're not wearing a damn hat. Of course, not a cowboy hat or cowgirl, cowgirl hat. Cowgirl hat, anyway. Stand back and applaud yourself. Applaud yourself for the shit you did to me. The emotional stress, the emotional abuse, the constantly me having to constantly defend my damn self. 
I didn't defend myself enough. And you did all this shit while I was going through oncology treatments. Don't ever look in the mirror. Every time you look in that mirror and you go in the bathroom, what you look in the mirror and realize what a dark soul you are. A miserable, hateful, bitter, dark soul. And then you train and taught people how to be just like you. And you sat there in a, like in a, in a meeting, meeting of dark souls. I don't know what the hell is it, it is. It's like a cartoon, bad cartoon. And then you decided if and when I'm going to be invited or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. You made the decisions and had other people ban against me? You're not normal. You sure the hell ain't right. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. By your words. Look in the mirror. Look at you. Look at you. You think anybody else would do that shit to somebody? Especially who I am to you? You think that that other... You think they would be okay? You think they would put up with it? You think they'd be okay? I forgave your ass time and time again because I realized I have too big of a damn heart. I'm an empath. I can't change that. But I can change who I give my heart to. And you no longer have my heart anymore. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. You did all that. You continued for the rest of your life. Sitting there thinking, no, I didn't. And finding excuses. Oh, she deserved it. She deserved it. Nobody deserves emotional abuse. Nobody, nobody deserves abuse. Nobody deserves abandonment. Nobody deserves to be treated like shit. And like a teeter-totter, I kept teetering you back. And then you kept putting bait out. And then you had your sidekick. Go ahead and call. Go ahead and call him. Go ahead and call him. Yeah, they want you to call him. What? So you can send me another uh, solicited private email server email? Nasty gram? Janessa didn't respond back. Because I'm more adult than you. The only time we would sit at a table is to sit down with stacks and stacks of papers to go over every single thing you've done to me in 11 years. And I wanted a reason and an apology, a sincere one, for every single line I read. Every single one. And the people you got involved, they'll sit down at that table too. But here's the thing. Is I don't ever have to worry about sitting down at that table because it's never going to happen. Because you're not an adult. And you haven't grown up. And your hatred towards me is darker than the color black. My opinion. Well, somebody else too. Call a therapist. Who doesn't know me, doesn't know you. But has looked at everything that's fact in your words that came out of your mouth. And the stuff you've done for 11 years. One thing I told Eric when we got married. One thing I told him is, I don't think we should tell anybody we got married. He said, why? I said, because... All they do is start problems in my marriage. They interjected my marriage. They did my last one. They told me that I need to divorce him because I'm an embarrassment and I hurry up and divorce him. And then when I did, they went ahead and befriended him. That made no damn sense. You want me to divorce him because you say he's such a horrible person and then you turn around and befriend him? Like he's your favorite? You look stupid. You're stupid. Sorry, I'm a title opinion. You look stupid. And then you cause problems with this marriage. Eric's no saint by any means. You know exactly what you've done, Eric. You got married for convenience. You're a charmer. You study how to, how to charm women, girls too, whichever, whatever. My opinion, I'm entitled to it. And then you just up and leave. You find an excuse and you try to gaslight and flip it. Didn't work. I'm too damn smart. But too much therapy. 
too much therapy. Can't play stupid for somebody who knows stupidity when they see it. Didn't work. Oh, I can't. I'm just not connected to the animals anymore. I'm not connected anymore. You never damn tried. Told you. When you take in rescues and that and you do rehabilitation or you take in animals, foster, whatever, that's forever. They're not objects per therapist. They're not objects. They're not at your discretion. You haven't even provided enough money for cat litter, food, whatever. You haven't provided anything. I have to force it out of you. That's being a good parent, good fur parent. Maybe you need to go ahead and get in your 5000 plus a month you make and all the draft beer you sit around a bar and go ahead and start being a responsible person since you decided you couldn't handle being married because I was just a temp. That's it. Oh, by the way, when you connected to that person, you were right. You did call them and you told them where I was at, having oncology treatments. That person lied. You're right. You're right. They lied. It's the one thing I could trust you about. They lied. They knew exactly where I was at. They made a conscious choice not to be present. Don't worry, though. Every single specialist and new one has seen what's in my medical records. That the people who should have been there to support me during each treatment, they wrote down every day who was present. Most importantly, who wasn't there. You're right. They found excuses not to be there. I didn't know where you were at. I didn't know where you were at. Look at the blog. You read it every day. There's a picture right there with the name of the hospital. Got glasses? Use them. Quit using excuses. Look in the mirror. The only excuse you have is to yourself. You guys have the rest of your life. I gave, exactly, I gave everything. I gave everything I had. I don't have any more. It's empty and it's done. The slate is clean and the last part of myself is done. I'm now in this new lease of life, this new slate, and it's my choosing. You will no longer control me. You will no longer tell me what I can and cannot feel. You will no longer button my business when you're not supposed to button my business. And when I say respect me, I'm not asking you. You will respect me. If not, bye. Bye. Have a nice life. Bye. Bye. You guys want to respect each other, but you don't want to disrespect me. And then you want to band together, which you have for over 11 years. And then oust me out like a piece of trash. I'm no trash. And I'm not your damn trash. I'm a human being with a damn good soul and a big heart. And I tried too many times because I was loyal to the people that I thought I should be loyal to first. <laughs> I realized that was a joke. This is the part where I free myself and I allow all this that's been built up to release because it's healthy and I've realized I deserve a hell of a lot better. I don't deserve chump change and breadcrumbs. I deserve the whole damn bakery. You guys messed up. Every day you get in the bathroom, go buy a mirror and look at the person you are and tell yourself, would you be okay if somebody treated you the way you treated me? How would you like to have a holiday abandoned? How would you like to have a holiday where everybody left you? How would you like to celebrate by yourself? How would you like to have to create so you don't feel alone? And I'm blessed to surround myself with people and have people and new people. How would you feel? You know what my psychologist said? Is I think every single one of these individuals need to spend 11 holidays in a room by themselves. So they can get a good feel firsthand of how they've treated you and how you have felt. I've had to create my own holidays. I've had to create new traditions. Most importantly, I found things that made me happy and I survived. A normal person in my situation would have committed suicide a million times over. And I'm not just saying that's the truth. I've got a strong will to live. 
If I didn't, I wouldn't have went through oncology treatments. I would have just been done with it. It was either I do the treatments and I live or I don't, and I was on a timeline. I know my prognosis, I know how I'm doing. I've also realized what a damn fool I was giving you guys a million chances over. And you can't even apologize because you're so vain, you're so arrogant that you feel you don't owe me apology. You're right, you don't owe me apology, you owe me a million. I realized I said I'll never get married again. That's just stupid. I'm a damn good wife. I always wanted the white picket fence, six kids, three boys and three girls. I put my body and I mutilated the hell out of my body through endocrinology, IVF, procedures that rammed stuff the opposite way of your flow ladies that should go, repaired things that just wasn't right when I was born. I still, I didn't have kids. The reason I didn't choose to have kids is I had a fine timeline and I was in a realized a relationship, a marriage that was abusive as hell. And I didn't want to raise a kid realizing they would never have a dad. Because they couldn't respect me. How the hell are they going to respect a kid? And I decided against it. I could have grabbed any man and slept with him and had a kid, but I'm not going to do it and I didn't do it. Instead, I married someone who had a son and I thought I was gonna be a part of their life. I protected them from what I went through treatments, and most important, importantly, toxic dysfunctional behavior of people who should have took the time to get to know my stepson, act like a part of them, and they didn't. They acted like he didn't exist. And instead, I go contacting the grandparents and telling them what, how of a bad mother or stepmother I would be because I'm sick. You better start volunteering for hospice this Christmas. Instead of buying gifts, worrying about your egotistical and show-off self, maybe you need to call hospice and go ahead and volunteer your damn time. So you can be around people who are sick. So you can learn how to respect people that are sick. Well, out of this marriage, I feel more sorry for my stepson because it's such a messed up situation because he deserved a mom and dad. Um, and he always did. But I realize I'm not the first rodeo. And situations where he should have had a mom and dad, it's not the first rodeo. I've realized the people who caused problems to where I'm sorry you deserved, stepson, to have a mom and dad. But be careful the people you surround yourself with. That's one lesson I've learned in life, you know. It takes sometimes, you know. I always think to myself, you know, you see therapists and that, and it's great. But talking sweet to me and that does never seem to work. You know, I'm 50 years old and I've realized that what I needed was somebody hardcore in my face cussing and putting myself and setting myself straight. It's called being corrected and not nice. Oh, I don't need you to do this. Now, Kim, I don't want you to do this anymore. I don't need that. I need someone in my face. And I save every single video, every single thing, every ounce of information, education, most importantly, to check myself so I can live my best life. And to realize it's okay to be an empath. It's okay to have a heart. It's okay to feel. But I have to control that and know when to use it and not. But I deserve to be married to a man who wants to treat me as a wife, most importantly, a woman and a lady, to show me manners, morals, decency, kindness, compassion, and love.
I know I'm going to end up finding that person. You know, you get that feeling, that gut feeling, and you know the universe is on your side. You know, it's not your fault. I tried, I gave, and they didn't. But I realize marriages are not one-way street. I'm sorry, Eric. It's not. I took you out. I bought you things. I did everything. And you sent me a text message, and I have it still. I'll never forget it. I'm sorry I never bought you and the animals anything. That's because you weren't in a marriage to be married. You were in it for a profit and a gain. The only thing I think of is a disability check. But you checked out. You should never got married. Stay away from relationships and stay away from women. Sorry, I'm entitled. Because I'm not the first rodeo you did this to. And I'm not going to be the last. Told you to leave to change your creating a toxic environment. Not to sit at a bar, drink beer, talk to 20-year-olds, and act like you're 20. When you should be acting like a man. And working on how you can respect women, be a husband for once, and act like a decent, kind person. Instead, you dropped me, you dropped the animals, and you got your son, too. It's called abandonment. Maybe we'll look that up sometime. Ah, that's right. You're part of the you're part of the egotistical, selfish gang. Sorry, I'm a stranger on the outside, and I don't want to be in your circle. I know there's a lot of people. <laughs> I've connected a lot of people, like an almost like it's scary and same journey. And I realize in dating too, there's so many people out there. Kev, Kev, a friend that. You weren't a friend that I had to remove you, remove you, because you're part of that part of my life that it needs to, so I can start a clean slate, because I wasn't respecting myself and I took your disrespect. Yeah, Kev. Remember how you said, oh, I never see myself get married again. I don't always see a serious relationship. As you said, I just want to have a woman in my life just to say I have a woman, just so I have no somebody I have there. If they could live in Tennessee like Tom, that would be great, so I don't have to see him all the time. You are a bad example of the men out there who women like me pour our hearts and souls into and we screw up and get married to you because all you're doing is giving a facade and, a f and whatever just to lure them in so you can just say you have somebody that's not respect for women at all don't date and don't bother any woman until you get some counseling get your shit straight sorry that came from my psychologist because she wanted me to walk away from that friendship because she didn't even like how you were. But she said, that's not a man or a friend. That's someone who disrespects women. This relationship, friendship, is never gonna work. The only reason he's coming over is because he's put up to it by the same people who interfered in your life for 11 years. Will you people who interfered in my life for 11 years, stand back on Christmas, around the Christmas tree, and I want you guys to join hands. Just don't burn yourselves now. <laughs> Join hands and applaud yourself. You literally did it. You took the last part of my life and you erased it for me. You gave me a gift, really. You just don't see. You gave me a gift. The gift was is you made me realize my self-value, my self-worth, and I deserve a hell of a lot better. You got rid of the toxicity in my life because I got to realize what kind of people they really were. The people just like you. Because people like you band with other people like you. You don't band with good hearts and good souls. 
you helped destroy the old me. You did it for 11 years. And you finally did the last little piece. You know what you did? Like a butterfly? You allowed me to break out of that cocoon, cocoon shell. And I finally was able to finally the last, last piece of myself. As the podcast says, free yourself my journey. I'm free. I'm no longer that person I was. The first of the year is just, you know, I'm realizing now I'm just... I have this right now to be selfish. Selfish as hell. I've put people before me. And in the process, I lost me. And I put up with a lot of ill, toxic, abusive behavior. And I'm not going to do it anymore. Anyone who's done something over 11 years, you know exactly what you've done. And caused nothing but, I'm going to say it, sorry I'm allowed to cuss because I'm 50 years old adult shit. The only time you'll ever cross my path, because I don't want to ever be in the same breath of air or room or even near you, is you have to show me you're seeing a therapist. Sorry, those are boundaries, and that's my line in the sand. And you have to apologize sincerely for every single thing you've done over 11 years. And I've got all the transcripts and all the records, so you can just go ahead and make sure you've got a couple weeks. Because each, probably each time we meet up, it's going to be about five hours. And you're going to apologize and take ownership for every single thing. Taking ownership is called being an adult. When you can't take ownership, it's because you're immature and your maturity level is not of an adult. Is it of a child and an infant? Feels good to release. It's called expression. You're allowed to be angry, mad, sad, glad, happy. You can be every single one in one damn day. Sorry, Kev. It's called having feelings and emotions, and I'm sorry you're such an angry man that you don't even allow yourself to feel. That's why you're so angry. Remember I told you? Because you're angry. And you admit to the podcast, we're allowed to feel I just, I just not that person. Well, maybe you need to sit down with therapists too and learn to free yourself. Because maybe you'll respect women and people that have a heart and emotion, because I do. Quit stalking the podcast too, creating user profiles. You look crazy. That's stupid. I told you before, it looks stupid. You want to learn and gain something from it? That's great for this podcast. But it looks stupid. I'm too damn smart to figure you out. User profile. Let me figure you out. I did. You're allowed to be whatever you want to be. Happy, mad, sad, glad all one day. If you cannot feel, if you cannot have emotion, if you are being puppeteered by a group of people who are not happy. All they do is group up and gather other people to ban against you and not be happy too. That's just damn right when we're crazy. Stay hell away from those people, that's toxic. It's toxic as hell. You can feel whatever you feel. And don't ever have anybody tell you, train you, threaten you, corner you, try to sue you, false stuff, because they don't want you to feel. You got a problem. Look in the mirror. That's your problem. You used to be a good person. You had things that happened in your personal life. There's plenty of therapists and counseling solo you could have went to. But instead, like a target, you decided to project people that were happy. And every time I'm laughing or sad or doing characters or skits, 
you couldn't stand it because I was happy. How can this person go through all this stuff medically their whole life? I was born defective, which is the truth. I told my mom too, you know. I wish I wasn't born. Sorry. I wish I was born at a different time. That God gave me a better body. Because the struggles I've went through my whole life haven't been fair and haven't been okay. Sorry, I'm entitled to feel that way. It's been a constant struggle. And it's not been easy. But I'm a hell of a fighter. Wasn't raised that way, born that way. God gave me those wings. I guess I got a good job in heaven. But you, you, you ringleader, you, every time you look in that mirror at Christmas time, get around your tree. Get around your tree. Look at all your presents. Look at all your materialistic things. That's making up for the thing you won't have. And you'll never have, in my opinion, not after what I've read and seen. It's called a heart. And that's something you can't buy in the stores. But I suggest you go find one and ask God for forgiveness. And anybody else? And people shit on you? And you finally take that backbone and you unwrap it before Christmas and you use it? It'll happen. Trust me, it'll happen. So I lacked self-worth. I lacked self-respect. And uh, I gained it back, but it was a process and it wasn't something done right away. But I realized I need a straight up asshole, a life coach and somebody just to really just hit it and let me have it. You know, some people do good with the sweet talk and I don't. I need somebody to be stern, loud and in my face. And I hope for people who are just like me that you need somebody to let you have it so you can get it, so you can realize your self-worth and self-value, so you can build this new lease of life and fill it with people that love you and choose your men, ladies, choose your men wisely, then do it. And if you can share your journey, you have a platform and you're able to share it, please do. You know, there's so many people that don't have the strength like I have and so many other people. They commit suicide every single day per hospital therapist, every single day. People like, people who basically not like you, but people who don't have that strength and people who give up and people don't know how to wean through they commit suicide. Happens every single minute, every single second of every single day. If you can share your strength, your experience, and you have a platform to do it, whether it's a caring bridge, you're going through medical struggles, it's a podcast, it's a blog, it's on social media, then do it. Who gives a damn? Who, what cousin, what aunt, what grandparent, who's on your social media? Who gives a damn? If you walk around and quit, just quit caring about what everybody else thinks. Live life for you. Who cares? I was listening to a, uh, it was on Sirius as well as talk channels. There's a psychiatrist and uh, he deals with basically hospice patients and family. And you know what? It was really, it hit home. I wish I could have rewinded and share it. And he said, you know, I watch people die every single day. And I think about, they were so worried about what this person said to that person, or do I have the right clothes, or did they have that, or maybe they won't like this, or maybe like that, or maybe they don't want this person near my funeral. You know, he said, does it really matter? Does it matter? Does any of that matter? Does it matter what people think about you? Does it matter? Are you living your life for other people, or are you living your life for yourself? It doesn't matter. Stand firm, stand proud, stand proud, and stand for you, respect you. And boot the hell of people out of your damn life and cause nothing but problems and just treat you like shit. Especially when you have fact and you can prove it. But why care what other people think? The end of your journey, it doesn't matter. All that matters, and all that matters really, 
is that you loved yourself. You respected yourself and you stuck up for yourself. Down your last breath. What other people think or whatever doesn't matter. But don't let those crazy people take control of your life. Don't let them cause problems in your life. And don't sit back and not stand up for yourself and fight back. If somebody gives you, you better give it back on a plate 10 times higher. Because if you don't, they'll keep at you, ice-picking you over and over and over again. Because I dealt with it. I dealt with it. It's damn disturbing and sick as hell what I've read. Your ass better stand around that Christmas tree. Go ahead, take a seat, and I want you to go get a Bible. Yeah, you, Holy Roller, you're claiming you're Holy Roller now? Go ahead and give her a Bible. Sit your ass down and crack that Bible open. Maybe that cold, cold, cold shell over your heart will start cracking and melt. And the old you will resurface. You don't owe me, owe me one apology. You owe me a million. I owe you nothing. 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 The stuff that you partake and did to me, and then you ban everybody else to do it, and then you got involved, contacting everybody, their brother, mother, neighbor, whoever. Well, who the hell kind of twisted-ass person does that? It's sick. You are sick. What you did was sick. But you gave me a gift. The last part of the old me is no longer. And now I'm in this new lease of life. I'm doing things I want to do. I'm creating my holidays and creating them and making them the happiest yet. I had the best Thanksgiving, the most peaceful Thanksgiving. And I realized why people love the great outdoors is because it's peace. It brings peace. I was able to actually be in just a peaceful environment and think about everything. And then reconnecting with those later was actually able to realize peace and that I need to put a closure and take that string a tiny tiny little thread and cut it last done this Christmas I got the little, little magazine reach magazines come in the mail I already cut some things out I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna take Snorio talk to a friend of mine up northern Indy meeting at Cincinnati Cincinnati Pops concert. Another person, let's go to Cincinnati Festival Lights. We're going to do that, Cincinnati Zoo. Next month, I'm meeting the group. I joined a couple of groups that just basically things that you enjoy doing. That's how I'm meeting these quality men. Not quantity of men, but quality. It does look like a Luke Bryan. I'm sorry. He's got cute, two cute boys. And I'd make, I'm sorry for you who sat there and went to my in laws and told them that all I do is lay around. Are you that stupid? I was sick. I had a tumor the size of a cantaloupe and my body was shutting down. It was my decision to keep my stepson over his grandparents so he didn't have to see me that sick because he was too young to understand. But I always, when I met up with him and I made sure I told Eric, we're doing this, we're doing that. It wasn't Eric who decided and made the plans. It was me. And that's the truth. Sorry, Eric. Try dancing around that one because you can't. I always explained the best I could, to the best of my ability at his whatever age he was, to understand that I was sick. Well, what's really sick is you saying something like that. That's sick. I deserve this point in my life. I deserve this new lease of life. And this new lease of life, I'm looking for a man. I'm looking for stability. I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking for unconditional love, support, nurture, morals, manners, and be treated like a damn good woman that I am. I made the wrong choices because I needed to learn my self-worth and self-value. If I knew then 
I wouldn't have gone through what I did. And I sure the hell wouldn't have put up with you. I'd get you a Bible for Christmas and a chair, but I think you got enough money you could do it yourself. You got the rest of your life. Your life. <laughs>